Are you ready to launch? Yes, let's go. Welcome to Lawyers Who Launch, the podcast hosted by two law school besties who practice law and are now ready to inspire and empower you to take positive steps in your professional and personal life to find joy and fulfillment. Before we dive into this week's episode, we have an exciting announcement. The Law Student's Guide to Networking is now in paperback and available on Amazon. In order to network efficiently and effectively, you need a strategic plan. The Law Student's Guide to Networking book breaks down all of the steps necessary to implement a strategic networking plan so that you can spend your precious time actually building your professional network. Head over to our website, lawyerswholaunch.com to learn more, or head over to Amazon and search The Law Student's Guide to Networking and get your copy today. Hi, Amy. Hi, Haley. In episode number 47, we talked about some mindset shifts introverted attorneys can make about networking to make networking feel less overwhelming. We found that that episode resonated with a lot of you. Feelings of anxiety or overwhelm around networking are so common. But we also know how important networking is. So trying to find ways to work through those feelings in order to network is a common search among law students and attorneys alike. I have to share that a few weeks ago, I attended my very first in-person networking event since 2020. And as I was walking in, I felt nervous. In part, I was definitely excited for the event, and it turned out to be so well done. But I was also just a little bit anxious about networking. I was able to rely on my experience and my skills, and I did get over those feelings. But they were present. For those of you still in law school or newer in your career, we definitely feel for you. There are probably so many of you that only attended a handful of in-person events, or maybe even none. With that in mind, we are going to give you five practical tips you can take to make networking work for you, whether you consider yourself an introvert or just feel uncomfortable about networking. To be successful, you don't even need to be an overachiever and apply all five tips right away. Find at least one that sounds appealing to you and try it. Then try another tip. This does not have to be an all-or-nothing situation. Haley, why don't we get started with tip number one? Tip number one is to look for opportunities to network in places where you already feel comfortable. Think about where you already spend your time and who you spend it with. Are you a member of civic groups or organizations? Do you spend time volunteering at your child's school? Make a conscious effort to get to know the people in these groups better and let them know more about you and the work that you do. This is probably an overlooked area of networking because the initial reaction is to start somewhere new with people you don't know. Even if you have not been out in a while, you have been places before. You have been involved with groups or organizations in the past. Going to events in locations you already know with groups you have already been involved with, definitely helps reduce the fear of everything being totally new and foreign. 
The networking event I referenced earlier was held at the law school that Amy and I went to. And I definitely think it helped me knowing that I was going to a physical location that I had already been to, and there was going to be some degree of familiarity. This definitely ties in to tip number two. Tip number two is that networking isn't just about constantly meeting new people. It's about nurturing relationships with people already in your network. This might look like scheduling a lunch or reaching out via phone to catch up with a colleague. We've talked about this quite a lot, and it's worth repeating. Building a professional network requires building trust. You can't make a referral to someone that you don't trust, and someone won't make a referral to you if they don't know you well enough to trust you. By nurturing relationships, you can build that trust and make your professional network stronger. Networking is not just a collection of business cards, and you cannot treat your contacts like those business cards in your desk, never to be looked at unless you need something. Think about those relationships in your life that you consider personal. How did they become so? Certainly not by meeting once and never speaking again. You had to build that relationship over time, and with time came trust. Networking will not work if you just go to as many events as possible. You have to be considering those people you already know and how you can continue to facilitate your relationship with them. Now, our next tip actually helps us foster those relationships. Tip number three is that correspondence doesn't need to be in person or via phone. When was the last time you received a handwritten letter? I bet you that if you received a handwritten letter, it would be the first thing you opened and read. The same is likely true for the people in your network. Send a handwritten note to thank someone for good advice or assistance. But don't worry, you don't have to spend all of your time sending correspondence in the mail. But do think about the impact that such a letter could have. You can also easily send an email or text to thank someone for a referral. Send a note, whether through email or handwritten, to let someone know that you value their professional input in a recent matter. That's a great point, Amy. As attorneys, we so often think about networking with potential referral sources, but networking with colleagues will provide you a strong network of people you can reach out to if you have a case with a unique spin or need to discuss how to approach a new law or regulation. When you reach out to a colleague to discuss a case or a legal issue, that's networking. Tip number four is to listen. When you are at a networking event, there can be a pressure to feel on. Keep in mind that you don't need to do all the talking. Give yourself permission to listen more. That takes the pressure off of you feeling as though you always have to have something to say. Many people like talking about themselves, so let them and you can listen. Once you have taken the pressure off of yourself, you'll relax and conversation can flow more easily. If the idea of talking about yourself is a roadblock, give yourself permission at your next event to focus more on asking good, thoughtful questions about others. Seek out people with interesting stories or backgrounds and learn about them. This is an amazing way to foster a relationship with another person and also might be just the help you need to get yourself out there in a way that maybe isn't too overwhelming. 
Our final tip for today is a little more introspective than actionable. Tip number five is to remember that you are the star of your show, but you're not the star of someone else's show. That is simply to remind you that people are generally less focused on you than you may think. What we're getting at here is that other people aren't privy to your thoughts or everything that is going on within you. They have their own stuff that's occupying their minds. People do not necessarily know that you are nervous about speaking to new people or that you aren't sure what area of law is right for you, what your LSAT score was, or what your grades were. And most people are nervous, especially after the last two years, with a lack of in-person events. If you would rather be by yourself, you're not the only one. Don't feel defeated and don't put too much pressure on yourself. People that you meet at networking events are just trying to do their best, like you. Don't worry about being perfect. Showing up is half the work. So show up, give it your best shot, and see what happens. When I went to that networking event, once everyone started getting comfortable, you could almost hear the room as a whole relaxing. In that moment, I realized that everyone had some degree of the same nervousness I had. And I'm definitely going to keep that with me for the next event that I attend. To review, our five networking tips are look for opportunities to network where you already feel comfortable. Nurture the relationships already in your network. Never miss an opportunity to send out some correspondence. Focus on listening. You are not the star of someone else's show. Now, Amy, we've reached that point in the episode again. What are you going to say out loud this week? This week, I'm going to say out loud that I'm going to get back into in-person networking, and I'm going to look for an event this week that I can attend. What about you, Haley? Well, it felt really good to acknowledge that I was nervous for some in-person networking. Once I acknowledged it, it felt like a weight was lifted. So this week, I'm going to say out loud that I will continue to acknowledge the things that make me uncomfortable so I can just move on. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our podcast. Give us a follow at Lawyers Who Launch over on Instagram and check out our website, lawyerswholaunch.com for more practical tips on networking over on our blog. Have a great day.